0: Hello and welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Carl Donnelly here. Julian
1: Dean. Um this hey is,
0: <laughs> um, this is a, a hastily recorded intro for um this week's episode with uh Tiffany Stevenson, which was recorded a couple of weeks ago. One of the ones we banked. It
1: was uh for fun, what, it? there it was a lot really of viewing there one. was a lot of recommendations for things to watch in this one, wasn't
0: there? There was, yeah. Um and we recorded this as to be banked for when i'm on paternity leave which i currently am uh it's a w- i'm a week into fatherhood that will come up later we'll do a proper episode once i'm out of paternity uh leave it's not real paternity leave i'm just around the house in it and we record this from our own homes so you know we could be doing it but i'm just i decided i'm going to take like oh ten 10 days off but we're just quickly doing an intro to tell you that this is a new episode with tiff it's great really funny um thanks to all our patrons once I'm back, we'll do proper shout outs to patrons, innit? To
1: the new ones. We've had a lot of new ones as Have well. Have we? Oh quality, yeah. I haven't
0: even checked. I've been so um, obviously well, imagine, imagine having a two day old and I'm checking Patreon numbers? <laughs> You've
1: got Wi Fi in this hospital or what? And I, was, and
0: I was like, Can you change the baby? I'm like fucking
1: you, checking in the, the Patreon uh, birth mate or with the laptop on a little Lilo in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> You're dim the
0: lights, bro. Um, so yeah. So basically, um, we'll, you'll have a couple of episodes where you've got this sort of slightly short, abrupt intro with very little info. Um, but the normal. Uh, what's the word? Normal
1: um, protocol. That's protocol. not the word you were. It's a
0: for. good one. It's a better word than I was yeah. thinking. But I've got absolutely no way of computing words at the minute. So I'm delirious. The, the normal service will resume. Normal service will resume because I won't be. As tired as
1: I am, I've been Carl. on a lot of London Underground journeys and seen that. <laughs> um, so everyone, kick back, enjoy uh, Tiffany Stevenson. Two vegan
0: idiots, there we go, it's recording. Hello, everybody, welcome to Two Vegan Idiots. Carl Donnelly here. Hello, <laughs> and we're off live with creepy, you. creepy intros. <laughs>
1: we're uh, <laughs>
0: um, we're joined by tiffany stevenson
1: a uh, comedian
0: actor broadcaster um what, writer jennifer yeah, lopez. writer um, dancer pod podcaster i don't
2: know oh. jennifer lopez dances for me bitch
0: <laughs> <laughs> um just before we hit record we started talking about um the fact that we both of us have garden hot tubs.
2: Yes, baby.
0: What's uh, not what all type of us? Got? Just
1: them two. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I've even got a bath, mate. <laughs> you <haven't> got
0: a, <laughs> you've got nowhere to put it. You put it in your room. I've got a shower a and a sink. <laughs> yeah, fill up the sink, mate, and have a sit in it sometimes, isn't it, to cool down?
2: Yeah, as Eddie Murphy used to say, yeah, just fart in liquid. the bath. Fart, oh, yeah, yeah fart in the bath. Fart in the bath, or uh, a little—I don't know—a washing, I'm washing up bowl.
0: <laughs> um so yeah what type of hot tub have you got
2: i have a lazy spa i think it's rio oh
0: uh, i've got a vegas lazy spa
2: oh is that bigger
0: i don't am know I get, am i it's, getting spa envy The most i've had in it is six people
2: oh no no this is like a two to four but like we three of us have been in me paul and and macy and my stepson three of us it, i think four full adults would be uncomfortable
0: okay so this yeah the one with the vegas is a four full, the old full adult
2: <laughs> full size humans well he's 13 um, so i uh, mind you having said wow. that he's he's nearly as tall as me now so yeah
0: it's um it's fun but yeah it, it, ours is four person but yeah we got six in it once and it was gross like you know <laughs> what i mean it was fucking disgusting drowned.
1: yeah
0: i mean it was <laughs> I mean if it was another time in our lives it probably would have got dirty but like <laughs>
1: that must be nice though like that must what? be nice in the evening like just to go out and just fucking
0: oh, incredible have
1: a drink yeah just going up on your own yeah
0: um, uh, I have been but um, yeah, so you've got one but basically here's the, here's the reason we were talking about it before we hit record is we were having a slight uh, there was an article came out yesterday in the Guardian I believe about class in comedy it's the same article that's written once every quarter <laughs> <Everyone discusses laughs> and they
2: didn't it. interview us carl julian
0: this is the, the sort of joke in the whatsapp group i mean with chris martin jimmy mcgee john hastings um i think somebody i think john maybe sent it the link and he, he john was like what's everyone think about this and naturally no one actually really discusses it we just all take the piss out of people <laughs> and uh and then I think somebody made the joke about how come they didn't interview you to me, and I said, "Well, I don't think I'd fit the the sort of brief in the sense of I'm somebody who was working class, but I'm now so happy that I'm middle class that I think I don't think that works for the people talking about working class comedians." I literally no, but
2: that's, that's true working class spirit, upward mobility, right? That's yeah. a proper.
1: You can't As really the re- do the interview about like working class from a jacuzzi. If that's what I meant. So basically <laughs> that, was, that was it. Yeah. I was
0: like, I've spent my whole life trying to escape the working classes. I don't now want to celebrate it or talk about how I'm underrepresented in comedy because Jacuzzis it kind of makes are me... pretty working class. Right. Was I was it. about
2: to say, an inflatable lazy yes. spa that we got from Tesco's.
0: Well, this was it. I this was a, where would had
2: If I had a fitted one, like, because you can spend seven, eight... <laughs> no, but you <laughs> can spend seven, so the So the... The family, I'm going to have to lower my voice, but behind us, the road behind us at the end of the garden, they have a hot tub, but a proper built-in wooden decking hot tub, and it's Muswell Hill, but I'm, like, on the bit near the 406. So (laughs) I like the scum end of Muswell Hill. In the middle of the island. But also, um, uh, Paul's just coming to shut the window because the guy that lives in that house comes out and does business in his garden every day and shouts. We call Uh... him shouty business in the garden, shouty man. So it's like always I don't be know be Moira. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, always be closing. Is is I don't know Moira. I think Coffee's for to... closers, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Pop tubs are for winners and coffees for closers. <laughs> yeah. Um, um But he's always kind of shouting stuff like a uh, yes, Moira, uh we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do some blue sky thinking around this. Uh, uh I'll put it to on. the group, it's all of that, but really oh, loud yeah. that's like and obnoxious I and mean, middle bit class.
0: Bit me and Julian's uh, shared agent, um, Rob uh, Avalon, is very much that sort of like, I've walked in for a meeting with him and he's got his glass office and he's in there on a business call with his hands-free kit, you know, proper, proper like Bluetooth headset thing there. Yeah. And, you know, he's, the hills, he's, man. he's walking around just like, and I'm like, but I would not be, want to be at the other end of that phone call, man. It's just, it's an intimidating look at it, the hands-free, yeah. just... No, I don't give a shit if it can't be delivered tomorrow. Oh, I'm like <laughs>
2: <laughs> the chairs are. From what I remember from my days at Avalon, the chairs are lower, aren't they? Like on the other side of the desk.
0: Oh um, well, it depends, really, because Rob actually does have some. He does have some long-term uh, ab- sort of rugby injuries. The acts
1: have got to sit on the floor now,
0: <laughs> like at <laughs> a, like a school assembly. Yeah, they've actually dug out a trench that you've got to stand <laughs> in. But um basically- and you, st-
2: you hold out a tin cup.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you get to, you get a plate of gruel when you go in. You've got to finish by the end of the meeting
2: please like, sir can i have some more i mean i did used to smash those lindor balls oh yeah in, in reception cause pre-vegan I
0: was like... days i used to love going in for a meeting man because it was just literally free then lin, Lind lint is that what Lindor? what are they called
2: lindor is it lint or lindor i can't remember I think they're
0: lindor right Lind,
2: like linda but posh oh man so <laughs> lindor. lindor
0: and the unlimited cans of san pellegrino i used to just rinse out the Throw fridge fill
1: my bag up fill my little bag up and <laughs> i'm just mate <laughs> You're doing
0: Edinburgh, now, nah, bruv. <laughs> Nickham, you're selling them on a stall down the road. <laughs> you're
1: Free fringe, bruv.
2: Um, the uh, the San I do have to. We might be double. We might be crossing. We might be crossing the streams. But when Carl was on Old Rope on Monday night, we would. I was saying about the um the little lid on San Pellegrino. It looks like a hat, oh, yeah, like yeah. a fancy. Does it think it's the going foil, to a wedding? The
0: foil lid, so you have to sort of peel it. Well, right, yeah. really, sort of delicately,
2: and someone came on and called Sam Pellegrino Tory Fanta.
0: Yeah, that's, which, <laughs> that's really loud. <laughs> laugh. it's funny, but but that was it. So we we were discussing the class thing on the WhatsApp group, and I was saying like, you know, also I, I was basically saying I don't think I'd be the sort of person to talk about that anymore because I don't define myself as working class i feel very middle class by my lifestyle the things i do and then john and jimmy and all that just raised the uh hot sauce raise
1: their champagne glass to that
0: (laughs) 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 They they brought up the hot tub and said the fact that I've got an inflatable hot tub in the garden means I'm...
1: When I'm round middle class people, I feel working class. But when I'm with like proper salt of the earth people, I feel a bit more middle class. Oh, mate, when I'm
0: around like even my family... Like jail
1: people. I feel like
0: fucking... (laughs) I feel like an Etonian when I'm around my own family.
2: (laughs) Who was someone <laughs> saying to me recently? Someone was saying that they'd had their teeth done and someone else in their family at a barbecue had gone, oh, fancy. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. You. Brush your
1: t- teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, laddie, are you. But you wipe your bum as well. Oh, your fillings. <laughs> you, you with your fucking clean I'm teeth. The-
2: The weird thing is, I think they should have, even if you, and and I talked about this a bit years ago, I think, because my parents used to scream at each other constantly when I was a child, I have, like, I won't argue with Paul in front of my stepson. Yeah, yeah. So... And I read, I mean, this was in a show years ago. Sweat to sleep sleeping
0: and then you bash the shit
1: out, <laughs> out of
2: each other. Yeah. Wake
1: up with a knife at his throat, whispering <laughs> in his ear. Listen, you fucking motherfuckers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, my mum and dad used to fight, like yeah. fight with objects involved. So that was like fully. Um, traumatizing. So I mean,
1: it's it's traumatising, isn't it? It's really it, traumatising. It's like your whole, it, it's your whole universe, isn't it? Your parents. And if they're fucking don't know what's going on, it's like so yeah, yeah, yeah. just causes it's, like insecurity. It's
2: one of the first things that happened in therapy. They were like, first time I ever went for any kind of therapy, they were like, "What's the first time you felt out of control?" No. And then like instantly, just this like of being like three or four and watching yeah, yeah. them throw each other like, but both of them, yeah, like, yeah. but like fully like some MMA shit. Yes. Um, and, <laughs> and, and so because I'm, I like, I never want to do that in front of, of my stepson. I, 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 I remember getting angry with Paul once, and this is when I was like, oh, I'm t- I mean, tipped into middle class. And we walked into the kitchen and I put on our electronic bean grinder. Sounds like yeah. an euphemism.
1: <laughs> the old bean grinder. The old right? bean
2: grinder. <laughs> and I put Get that right on. Up the old
1: bean grinder.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should call them, shouldn't they? They should call them vibrators. They should call them bean grinders. <laughs> uh um So I press the button on that, and because it's really loud, it's like, and then I'm just in the kitchen. Are you fucking ever? And the two of us are like at each other, and I was like, "How middle class is this? We've yeah, got yeah. to switch on to drown out the sound." So I Wait, think while you
0: your can, stepson's thinking, fucking, how big's that cup of coffee? Don't <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: so a I vibrator.
1: Think- <laughs> Um, but it's better not to argue in front of the kids definitely definitely. the kids can feel it when you're trying not to though like they can feel the energy you know what I mean
2: well I think in those middle class families or those upper class families they get the lawyers to do it all so yeah (laughs) exactly not saying that they don't get into physical altercations uh but you know I I I think um but I do think that you should have been interviewed for the article because I think the thing about class and comedy is even if we have middle-class lifestyles now, and I would say various aspects of my lifestyle are very middle-class and my sister never identifies as working class. She's just always been middle-class. Right? Yeah, and yeah. like the, I went to her last year when Wimbledon was on and she ran out of champagne and I was like, Oh my God, Oh my God, we've got like, it's gone straight sets and we've yeah. run out of champagne. This is the most middle-class. <laughs> um, but, um, but I think I guess if the article is about entry points into comedy and access and Edinburgh and all of these other things, I think they're still valid. Even if you are now considering yourself to be solidly middle-class, you don't have the knowledge of knowing your parents can buy you a house. If you fail three Edinburgh's in a row. I I suppose. Yeah. There is that
0: thing of, you know, but also at the same time there, I suppose the crux of the argument or the crux of the article was saying, it was from comedians saying that, coming into comedy they never had a safety net because of they, their parents didn't have any money yeah and that's the same for me and probably all three of us here i think mm-hmm. but like i for some reason never thought of that as a as a hurdle because i just had a day job in it so i just right. i had my i had my own sort of money and it was hard you know working two jobs essentially getting into comedy but i never thought of it as a class hurdle i just thought well i'm just doing a job and trying to get a job that i enjoy more yeah so i suppose it's hard i suppose i you know I understand where they're coming from, this, uh, this, this debate. But I also, just for some reason, for me, that was never something that I felt held me back. But
2: did you know about the Edinburgh Fringe in your, like, 20s? Like, I didn't got, know what I it was. I had no it.
0: idea what it was. Absolutely none at all. Like, I think that's definitely a difference in, you know, there are some people that grow up with an awareness of comedy as an industry you know, but more so
1: I've, now, especially, I guess. Yeah,
0: but I had no idea before I started stand up. Even when I started stand up, I reckon the first six months of me doing stand up, I had no idea there was a, what the Edinburgh Fringe was. I think I'd heard about it in, you know, I've heard the phrase mentioned on Channel 4 culture programs or something, but I didn't know what it was.
2: Well, you know, that they do, and you know, this is part of the people who run the venues. I mean, this is why I think a year off is probably a good thing to reset the fringe because I think the landlords have got crazy greedy Mm. and I think a lot of the money is taken off the backs of the comedians and we get the most disrespect yeah yeah, yeah. like I remember that the head of the fringe society being like oh it's comedians are drowning it all out and I'm like oh no people throwing six and ten grand at this thing before they even get on stage and say a word like and plowing their you know like taking a chance in the city um but uh the Ed and Charlie, who run the underbelly, who are lovely. They're really nice yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they are Etonians. And every year at the fringe, the Eton lads, and these aren't people who are going to get, are going to necessarily be in entertainment or showbiz. They might be training to be lawyers or doctors or whatever. Yeah. Same at Edinburgh University. Uh, they just go and do a jolly at the fringe, and the school pays to take them up. <laughs> nice little, like a
0: Durham review and all yeah it. it's like you a know.
2: final year jolly yeah are so like there is that so they know about it then and these aren't even people that necessarily want to be in the arts they're like let's go and do a uh,
0: it's a bloody, a good, a bloody good month at the Fringe, guys.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. what it's kind Do of like
0: improv, a, isn't it? some improv.
2: It's a gap year. It's like a gap year for a lot. of
1: Yeah. It's a, yeah, no, totally. I, I think need to blow my nose. Clean, yeah, so. and the
0: ones who don't end up going into sort of you know becoming comedians and actors, whatever, from that improv, just go into commissioning, which is oh. a standard for.
2: <laughs> yeah. So that's it's
0: a, why it's fascinating. It's an interesting thing, I think, that that's what I think, you know, when I when I hear about stand ups talking about class, I genuinely I think that's such a small issue compared to the class issue in the higher up echelons of comedy. Do you know what I mean? That's yes, where the real yeah. issues I think would you know, that's where you see the sort of the real stark reality of where you go to school and things like that mattering. Do you know what I mean?
2: It's the trickle down. It's a really interesting thing. I was, I've been writing an article the last couple of days. I've been trying to write this article. I did a tweet basically. And someone went, do you want to write a like 800 word piece about this? But I tweeted about, and I don't know whether you've noticed this during coronavirus, um, there seems to be this land of hope and glory, tub thumping. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Britain is wonderful narrative <laughs> yeah. that, that basically serves to say, plebs know your place.
0: It's also like It is what, yeah, war Yeah, what, what it's always like that, and it? it's always like, bloody, we'll just get through this together. And actually, get,
2: yeah, yeah,
0: fine if you've got a massive house and you know you you you've sort of you're shielded from it, but people who are living in fucking high rise flats, you know, it's much harder for them to get through it together. Yeah. yeah yeah
2: we're we're not getting through it together also then you have prince charles coming out saying pick for britain we need pickers who are stickers and you're like like you've ever done a day of graft in your life are you joking fucking do it charlie you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) you fucking mug come on charlie nut your but but that's exactly it so it's this idea it's all reinforcing this like working class know your place know your place even if you criticize and this is slightly serious, but even if you criticize Dominic Cummings and the situation that's happened with him, the way they're describing the people criticizing this by people like Zach Goldsmith is like the mob.
1: Yeah, like yeah, the yeah, mob, yeah, yeah. the
2: mob. It's ugly what they're doing. The mob. And you go, yeah. Oh, you mean you mean just regular people who didn't vote for you? You didn't get voted in twice. You got a peerage. Yeah, like yeah, Zach Goldsmith's yeah. the most like elevated person. YSL, to it's
0: the whole who concept of like when people, when uh, they did it during the Brexit campaign when they were saying, talking about the liberal metropolitan elite, and what they're essentially saying there is like there's this sort of massive group of middle class people in london that don't didn't want brexit to happen because it like bloody affect their summer holidays or something whereas actually most of london is very working class and you know uh multicultural and that. and like that it's not it's not a liberal metropolitan an elite is the wrong word in it it's actually some of the poorest fucking people in the world in the world in the, in the sort of civilized world if you go to certain fucking dodgy estates in london you know what i mean
1: yeah, say hey, hi if
0: you are there, I swear I am. <laughs> <laughs> We're going live over to one now. In,
1: in in well, I'm actually I actually in Blackie Village now, which is very exactly. it's
0: lovely, mate. But I'm do you know what I mean? Free. But I think there's that thing of uh, that not like politicians love playing that sort of. You must be elite if you disagree with them, when it like they couldn't be more elite as a if they try elite.
2: cronyism, yeah, pure cronyism. But the idea that that times like this bring us together, but I think all they do is show the deepening cracks of inequality and stuff the first world war sorry second world war and i remember seeing stuff i remember reading about the women's land army and stuff because i remember like it's funny but it's also not funny like how many women took part in the war effort but there's very rarely any films about them and there's one statue there's a land girl I was about statue. To say, well, is there
0: a statue? There's anywhere?
2: one statue, and there's more statues for horses and their war effort
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. than
2: there are for like women. <laughs> which is, that which fucking is
0: horse insane. needed its film, so, mate. Honestly, yeah. I don't give a shit what you say? Yeah. You lot, in, you lot <laughs> filling up tins of tuna back home. Piss <laughs> off, mate. You so, went on the battlefield with that horse.
2: But but class comes into it again because the munitions factories and all that dangerous work or in the factories itself, what they did was they, it was subscription for women. And actually in Britain, I think we had a forced conscription of more women. They utilised it more than, than Russia, which is a pretty like, yeah, yeah. they made the most of women in the war effort. They told them they had to sign up. They either had to like go into uh, one of the voluntary, like the Wrens or something like that, or they had to go and work in a factory. Um, but again, this was unmarried women. So yeah. you always read working class, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. or if you, have, if you have children, but if you owned like title or land or everything else. So it's just working class women shoved into the factories. Working class men put out as cannon fodder on yeah. the front line while anyone else who went to the right university became a lieutenant or yeah, a, exactly. that's uh, so fucking uh, that we- army's <laughs> army's
0: exactly the same when you hear about you know i've got mates whose family are sort of army families and like and when they you they say that and people think they're like proper just soldiers it's like you mean them fuckers ain't seen shit mate they're just they're just <laughs> like living in posh houses outside in villages outside you know like a uh, military camps and all that and it's just it's a total different way of life, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. But
0: that also, is- that's what I've got a theory. I remember me and, uh, who was it? Oh, it was Sean, Sean Walsh. Um, obviously, Sean's another one who, you know, his background is rough as fuck. And like, but he's, you know, he's now, he would, he would, again, like myself, talk about himself in a sort of middle class way. We were talking about how, what people don't realise, especially middle class people, middle class liberals can never understand why working-class people voted for Brexit or vote for the Conservatives and stuff like that. They can't get it in their head because they're like, those people don't care about them. What they don't, what middle-class people don't realise is working-class people hate middle-class people way more than the aristocracy <laughs> because, because it's nearer. They love it. the yeah.
1: Queen, don't they? Well, exactly. Yeah.
0: Poor people don't give a, they, might, they They don't mind really posh people because they sort of see them and all posh people are fucking nutters as well. So they sort of see a bit of themselves in them. Whereas middle class people are the ones that are nearer to them and just a bit more pretentious and a bit more like oh. so most working class people absolutely hate the middle classes but love a bit of aristocracy.
2: I had a joke years and years ago. I can't quite. Remember. I sort of remember the bones of it of like the royal family being like my mates that I grew up with because they both wore uh, they both kept hunting or attack dogs. They both wore yeah.
0: Burberry. <laughs> exactly,
2: and there was it's, always this odd ginger, odd ginger kid. No one knew who his dad was.
0: Yeah, is <laughs> <Like> that, <was, laughs> so that funny thing? I've got you know, I've ended up just like on nights out with real, like proper posh money people. You know what I mean? And it's been wicked. They're absolute liabilities. <laughs> you know, what I mean, they've, they've got none of the pretensions of the middle classes. There's no <gasps> sort of self uh, doubt or anything in their mind. They're just posh nutters and it's i can totally see why you know working class people sort of would rather see them as sort of all right and people that are just sort of obsessing about home ownership and you know just <laughs> in farmers markets you know what i mean it's, i get
2: well,
0: there's, it man. there's this
2: weird line now as well i guess between middle class and hipster and where does that go
1: because
2: i was yeah. looking up the most hipster towns and hipster now isn't necessarily a thing about being cool because you need to be able to afford to be in a place like Williamsburg or is it Boise in Idaho? I don't know oh, if it's know. Called, pronounced boys or boys, boys, boys. I, think it's
0: boys. <laughs> I live in boys.
2: I live in boys. <laughs> uh, I've been arrested for living <laughs> in boys.
0: Walking <laughs> fewer than posh people live in boys. I tell you.
2: Um, oh, there's a whole new thing in the um, uh, there's a Netflix documentary about Jeffrey Epstein, and there's a whole I new saw it, it on there today.
0: Film. Oh, is there? Yeah. Have you seen no. that, Julian? It's on it's on went online it, today, I think. Is it just
1: come out? Yeah.
0: Epstein, yeah, it's a new one. It's just gone. It's just, just appeared. I spotted it today when I had a little look.
1: Love to have a butcher's in that.
0: Um, what's it? So is never it never even must... heard
1: of him before before <laughs> what happened? Had you heard of him before?
0: Well, before what oh, before he no, not at all. Yeah. No one heard about him.
1: All right, fair <laughs> enough. I was the um, only one who didn't know this guy. I suppose <laughs> when you
0: when you when you're a secret billionaire nonce? who lives yeah. on a who lives if on a it... secret pedo island, you're not going to really make you know you're not no, going to spread your name you're around. You're not
2: so going to know him unless you're noncing about Julian.
0: I mean that's he why about you your that. That's why Julian's livid. He's not heard of him. He was, during his key nonsense years, he didn't, he didn't get an invite. <laughs> Where's my invite, Epstein? <laughs> <laughs> you had to do it the old fashioned way, mate. Go to Pattaya in fucking Thailand.
2: Oh my god!
1: Is that where that's the where, go? Yeah, oh, that's mate. where
0: that's where one of.
2: What's my the weather like
1: there,
0: went? man? No, really. well, it's. I I went to Thailand to do some gigs years ago, and
1: oh yeah, I
0: didn't gigs. realise what it would be like. Genuinely, I thought I thought it'd be like you know, I thought it'd be a bit seedy, and Bangkok is fun and seedy. It's got the right balance. It's sort of mental, and it's yeah. But um, oh. yeah, we went to Pattaya to do a gig, and I've never disliked an area of the world as much. It's proper horrible fat old white blokes all walking around with a sort of just a horribly young Teenage. not like you know i didn't see anyone with like a 10 year old right if i'm not saying that so i would have stabbed them but you know just with like a sort 16, of early 20 17. or oh, something okay. young yeah. but these guys were like 65 fat. you know that proper like michael winner vibe
2: it's not illegal <laughs> but it's definitely immoral
0: a hundred percent like i don't Wherever, understand whatever's
2: happening is not is not good. It's well, not that's, uh, a equal they're the sort balance of, guys. of power.
0: Yeah, they're the sort of guys who would say, "Well, you know, I'm not breaking any laws." It's like that's not that shouldn't be your your base level, mate, <laughs> of your morality.
1: Just on the edge of law <laughs> of your sexual of your sexual practice. That's always the case. That's that's a
0: that's sort of like the coming swing, isn't it? The way Jail everyone, bait. all the sort of contrarians <laughs> that would be defending Dominic Cummings are saying, "Well, you know, he's actually not broken any laws." It's like, yeah, but you know that's not what people are having a go at him about really it's more about the hypocrisy of it
2: yeah it's it's not about you being in the taint between legal and not legal
0: yeah it's <laughs> such a funny argument to hold it's like if people are talking about the hypocrisy or the morality of something people go well, and watch it's not illegal it's like well <laughs> i think you're missing the point here
2: it's yeah. interesting but just um, a father's instinct carl as you're about to find out
0: yes, yes we were talking half a day speaking as a mother I <laughs>
2: have
0: you ever used that julia have you ever used as a father speaking as, as a mother sometimes no, you know some people always they sort of use that as a precursor to or give what they're about to say more weight
1: more weight give speaking it head as a tad father oh. yeah yeah <laughs> not really i don't really use that
0: you should next time you yeah, say my, something horrendous <laughs> speaking as a father where was jeffrey epstein you know you got to
2: use it you got to use it with something completely i always say completely unconnected with with having kids so it has yeah, to be yeah. like speaking as a mother i don't think we should do a trade deal with china yeah. yeah that yeah, kind of yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. has to be that's when you deploy it it's you gotta yeah you gotta get speaking as a father
0: speaking i of, would yeah. say
2: the problem with the footsie is <laughs> speaking <laughs> as a father
0: do you know where i you know, can get onto the m1 around it <laughs> uh,
2: speaking as a cunt i yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: um so what's because we briefly chatted the other night on old rope um have mm. you been have you been doing other online gigs
2: I did. I've done a like one Zoom for Jackie Cation was doing a show. Oh, yeah, I've met Jackie. Um, yeah, Jackie's great. And so, so I opened for her. And then I think Maria's maybe asked me to do it. Maria Bamford's doing a few. And I said I'd do one of those, but I don't know if that's happening. Um, and I hosted a sort of corporate-y thing. I did a oh, yeah. corporate-y thing. Um, but that <laughs> How corporate-y, did you find doing it online? Do you, you know what it, right. the, the corporate thing I did was for sort of uh, Amazon Prime, and I it was on Instagram, and I'd been doing old ropes, so I f- sort of felt okay about it. It was yeah, just yeah. it was fine to just sort of do the show. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was all right. Was the that zoom, more of a
1: conversation with someone, or was it actual? It's
2: it was kind set. of more. It was kind of more like I did like I do old ropes, so it's kind of more like a chat, more like this, and more like a podcasty. Let's chat about some things. And if you've got new material, sort of (coughs) throw it in. Any or any questions, you know, like a chat showy. The Zoom one was a gig, as in, I had the microphone. Yeah. And it ended up not being bad because Jackie's husband was producing it and he worked out that if you if people have got earphones in, you can unmute them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was about 150 people on the Zoom, but I think he unmuted about 50 of them. So you could actually hear people laughing. So then that meant the timing aspect and everything made it a bit easier and that was actually quite enjoyable Chris, but I, and
0: Chris uh, Martin was telling me that he did so he Chris did his first online gig last week uh, he'd really been a bit dubious about it and I convinced him to do one uh even though he's in LA he did one for, for, for in London like basically he zoomed into a London one and then uh he was he was really enjoyed it he was like oh I was I was a bit wrong about them and then he agreed to do one in America. And it was like sort of 60, 70 audience members and they unmuted everyone. And he said he just got heckled. People were just joining oh. in. He said it was just exactly oh, what gosh. he thought it could be right? Like done right. wrong. But it shows <laughs> yeah. that you've got to have somebody in control because the ones I've done, they've been fun because everyone is muted apart from that little. They're almost like a front row of people that they take off mute. And they're people that they've definitely vetted for you're not a wanker, are you, sort of thing.
2: Yeah. And also with that as well, I think, because there are regulars at Old Rope that I could definitely, if we did it on Zoom, that I'd definitely be like, oh, there, you know, and you might want to chat to them. And I've been talking to Jackie about this, but like roasting people when you see them on the Zoom, I quite like going into the gallery and looking at people and like doing jokes at like, oh, Glenn from Northampton. Yeah, you love that one, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like I do in real gigs. But, you know, just just um but but i think someone else was saying they had one like that where they got heckled relentlessly (laughs) so i think you have to get
0: heckled in your own house
2: (laughs) are these people are these people are these people paying though that's the problem i think
0: probably but it's just that funny thing of just just getting heckled at a gig at least everyone everyone's everyone's made an effort to get there and you're annoyed but imagine getting heckled and then you just turn around you're in bed it's like oh (laughs) Well, they're just yeah. taking—they're digging out your house. They're sort of taking the piss out of your artwork or something. They can really get you where it hurts, isn't it? Your bedspread.
2: I—I <laughs> I think it's hard. I think we have to acknowledge your that children. it's not. Like your Oh my god! <laughs> imagine ugly that. ugly <laughs> <laughs> Someone slacked off my cat the other day. So oh, actually, no. yeah, I i can acknowledge that. That's that the worst feels...
0: insult. So I remember at school. Um, oh, who, who is it? My yeah. um. Somebody, so basically there was a real like, you know, that period of your childhood where mum cusses were, you know, the, <laughs> basically the standard form of conversation. I've
1: never, I've never left that period. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: mean, I haven't really. But um, the best I ever heard was there was everyone was doing proper horrible ones. Everyone was always like, You're shagging someone's mum or something. And somebody uh, was that was going back and forth. And I think my mate Peter's shirt was creased. And somebody just went, look, look at your state, your shirt, mate. It's not, it's not even being ironed. Your mum is lazy. I was just like, oh, that is <laughs> that's brutal, mate. <laughs> that's like that's real, win That's a real. <laughs> when I'm a thought about that in bed, <laughs> everyone else is like, Fuck Your mum, it's, all, it's always in Mummy, the abstract, you... so it doesn't affect you. But to tell actually, somebody to tell your mum is lazy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh god <laughs> it's rough i think i tried to write some your mum jokes once as like uh an italian american comedian yeah let me see if i can find them it was all stuff like um y- your mum's such a bad cook she thinks al dente is when someone's hit her car it, they weren't very um <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm trying to find uh it was like a wise guy like a wise guy thing I can't find it. I've never really bought into the
0: al dente concept of pasta. I like pasta. Oh, really? I, well, I just think I don't…
2: Controversial. Well,
0: I don't… Yeah, I'm not… Yeah, I just… What I'm saying is the Italians had their <laughs> chance and then we took <laughs> on the pasta and made it better, yeah? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? Like that thing of… Obviously, I'm not saying boil it to death, but I just think, you know, that I, I don't mind it if it's just soft. It's pasta, in it?
2: yeah yeah not not too
1: soft though not too soft
0: no have you ever eaten dry pasta just for a test
1: i have yeah
0: yeah it's crap isn't it
1: it's It's really shit (laughs) a bit like dry glue
0: yeah because you think i head, i thought it would be like just eating crisps and then i ate a bit and it's not at all like eating crisps is it
1: i used to (laughs) eat dry spaghetti as a kid sometimes did you just for the fuck of it yeah i was starving
2: (laughs) (laughs) really depressing really <laughs> depressing from being i uh, I'm stupid to neglect like, yeah am <laughs> yeah. really
0: hungry as a kid you start that like <laughs> as if it's a bit of a laugh and then it's yeah I only used to eat it when my parents hadn't come home for four days
2: <laughs> I found them I found it's the brilliant. I found the slams hold on hold on let's see let's see if any of these are any good um hey your papa gots no style he thinks a loafer is something to be sliced and dipped in oil Mm. a loafer a loafer a, lo-
1: a, lo- a loafer i, I need get. to do it more italiano
2: a, i think in it um, what i don't
1: get what a, a loafer is like a lazy a sh- person or a loaf of bread
2: or a shoe a loaf a oh, a a yeah oh, okay uh
0: that one if it takes that much explaining here's here's
2: another one uh (laughs) your sister maria and then explain it on the gig like that that would be amazing
0: just tell them guys there's a little asterisk Uh, next to each one of these we'll do the (laughs) appendix at the end
2: (laughs) uh hey your brother your brother don't know how to fist fight the last time he threw a punch he accidentally poured it over his own shirt Oh, yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> um, and then this one, this one, and, which that, is just, and that accent is from <laughs> straight from Goodfellas. Fuck off! Uh, I want to try. I gotta try and I gotta try and get the throaty. Uh I'll maybe do a more New Jersey. Sounds yeah. That sounds. Four, yeah. Four, four. That sounds of... Hey, your sister Maria is so unhappily married. She got a divorce. That was
0: wild. <laughs> Again, that's just it very virgin into the sad bit, isn't it?
1: Oh, geez. Okay. She's so unhappy. Unhappily married, she got a divorce. <laughs> I quite like that. Yeah,
0: it's uh, the grittiness of it, isn't it? a real man, real talk. Your mum doesn't sounds okay. Your mum doesn't live with you. You're like, oh god, <laughs> <laughs> your mum left you, bro.
1: <laughs> your you mum left you with your dad, <laughs> and she's now got a new family. <laughs> Your mum must hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: yuck! I oh, don't. I wonder if kids are still. I don't know what kids are like nowadays. I haven't really talked to any teenagers in a while. My my nephews stepped online. They've not got that to that age yet. Do you know what I mean? They are <laughs> <laughs> in
2: your <non-sing> days.
0: <laughs> I mean that's the one stepped on to the lockdown. Island. Best thing about the lockdown is them pedo hunters have really taken some time off. Um, <laughs> but. Um, What I was saying was my nephews haven't got to, like, teenage years yet when they're, like, digging people out and stuff. So I don't really know. Are teenagers as as horrible as we were when we
2: were teens? Mm, No, I think... I mean, I'm quite lucky, as in, like, Maceo and I normally gang up to, like, make jokes at Paul's expense, (laughs) because he's quite funny, but he's got a surreal sense of humour. Although the stuff that he chats about with his mates, like, some of the old cusses are still around. Yeah. So, like, butters and busted.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. I um, I love your, I love just, your mum is butters, mate.
2: Your mum is butters. (laughs) Busted is
1: quite a new one, though, isn't it? Busted.
2: I, saw, I think that, we, we never, never used to say
1: busted.
0: No, I've never, we never said that when I was.
2: Ah, uh, we said yeah. that in we the nineties. Butters.
1: Oh, really? butters,
2: butters busted, twisted, mate. What's twisted? <laughs> twisted is ugly as well. I really. Like face is twisted. <laughs> 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 You're twisted, <laughs> mate. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Your
1: mum's face is twisted, bro. <laughs> you had a stroke or what? <laughs>
2: that sounds <laughs>
1: bad, though. It twisted so, um,
2: uh, shiners
0: shiners uh, I, yeah shiners
2: I old school uh for blowjobs. what's
1: a shiner a blowjob yeah
0: yeah yeah shiners sort that, of the, that when i remember when like shiner and butters were just coming into common circulation <laughs> <laughs>
2: great times i would let her give me shiners but she's butters or she's <laughs> yeah. butters so i'll only let her give me shiners yeah there seems to be like a lack of um a lack of like male insults um yeah. Uh, but well, actually, so one of the ones it's, it's that is around perfect. now is B Tech. If something's B-tech. a bit shit, it's B Yeah, yeah, B-tech. My yeah, son yeah. says that. Some... That's that's like I a B Tech
1: it. car. It's like a yeah. B Tech version of something, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. In reference yeah, to the yeah.
0: sort of uh, the Anything. bad educational qualification.
2: Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: It's <laughs> so like, quite niche. Um, isn't
2: mate, yeah. Mm, you didn't get the. You got the b-tech version of them jeans, yeah. or you got the. It's
0: like an AS yeah. level, isn't it? Yeah, just half yeah. an A level. Who's doing half an A level? That's
2: and the other thing rubbish. is creps. They say creps for shoes.
0: Oh yeah, I've heard this. What does that? Look
2: creps, man. I don't know. Look at your been up
0: for a while, wasn't it? But what does
1: it? How? Why is it? Why does that mean shoes? I've got some crep spray, so it's quite a common. Oh okay.
2: Yeah. Um I don't know. Maybe it's because the wheels. It, for wheels, it's for yeah, wheels.
0: I like wheels for street. nice kicks. Nice new set of kicks, wheels. Runners. Yeah, runners and like Guys. runners is a real Irish thing. I remember like the Irish family going, oh, Jesus, Karen, look at your runners. They're very nice. And <laughs> I, was, I was like, ugh. <laughs> just staring at my wheels, mate. Off.
1: Just run on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, um,
0: runners, if, even if somebody, if even if the coolest person in the world said runners, I'd still just be taken back to... I the, won't say right.
2: it. In Scotland, it's gutty. <laughs> 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 I won't say it. Um, uh, in Scotland, it's gutties. You've got new gutties. Gutties. Gutties, yeah.
0: Why is um? What does that mean?
2: I don't know. I was thinking creps maybe for trainers because they're flat.
0: Yeah. Um. Oh but,
2: yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, what, the, if you, what
0: if you get a good, you know, a lovely, comfortable pair of sketches with a lovely arch support?
2: <laughs> yeah, then they're not they're not creps, man. Okay. <laughs> I don't okay. I don't yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know but Who, we won't who's, who's out is it the 90s Carl who's out buying a <laughs> pair of sketches the I bought a Arch- pair of you told, on I your wheelies
0: you about, have I not told you about my sketches I, I bought a pair of sketches um, sort of ironically like but they also are sketches have tried to start branching out into like them big chunky like um, you know sort of young person sh- young person oh
2: sh- yeah, yeah. An
0: oversized trainer essentially yeah like feelers and all the that feeders, yeah 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 so sketches have done that so they're trying to sort of say look we don't just make granny trainers we can we can make cool trainers and they still you know they still look a bit like just oversized granny trainers <laughs> <laughs> but I, um, are they
2: I'm, sparkly and shit
0: no they're they're sort of they've got they're like luminous orange and yellow trim and crazy size and they, I, I bought them because i was like they are on the borders of being cool they're not there yet <laughs> I'm gonna get. I thought I'm gonna get in before the, the rush. Or I guarantee within a year you're gonna see some fucker. i oh, in caught, the bin. You're well,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> gonna see them in a charity shop window. <laughs> I gonna say, I
0: was gonna say you're gonna see a very cool celebrity wearing a pair of sketches and everyone's going
1: to come running and I'll be like... I fucking it was like a- Al Pacino with the Crocs years ago, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, but Danny yeah, DeVito but...
2: wears, wears Crocs in all the time. Danny DeVito, does he? Yeah, all the time. I think so nurses
1: does. are bringing Crocs back, aren't they? Oh, yeah,
2: because I mean, they're good for surgery and shit. Go on.
1: I yeah, thought yeah. so we well, say... masks. On, <laughs> <laughs> based start our
0: fashion on PPE. That's the next <laughs> phase of fashion, isn't it?
2: Well, I did wonder when the designer face mask, this was like before it all happened. I was like, there must be, that must be like on the cards a Louis Vuitton.
0: Yeah. You know. We've been P- sent P- a poser few times. have
2: friends. run some out, haven't they? Poser? Have yeah.
0: they? Um, we've got, see, our friend sent us a couple they made that are quite cool design fabric. But then we've, we've got a couple of them, quite hardcore ones with like the N95 filter and shit. On.
2: We've got those. But I, I wore mine today. I went out, by the way, just. This is not a drill. Dunelm's open. What is Dun Dunelm's back open?
0: What's Dunelm?
2: It's like a soft furnishing, kind of like a Ooh. TK Maxx, but without. Oh really? The like, like more like Home Sense. Yeah, it's like a... You, I, we needed to get a parasol for the garden, and I needed some bed sheets and towels. What's a parasol, kind of a fire.
0: Parasol is a, a like a. An umbrella, a like umbrella. Like big umbrella. Yeah. yeah. Ah, okay.
2: I was just being fancy innit? it because i'm middle class
0: yeah gazeba. i got a parasol <laughs> um
2: uh so yeah so dunelm is uh can't remember why did i bring up dunelm so we're,
0: talking, we're about, talking about just talking about lockdown ppe and masks oh ppe like right
2: yeah so i went in wearing my mask and then i just felt like i couldn't breathe through it and i looked around and i was like not one other person apart from paul who i live with is in the shop wearing a mask and the whole idea is that i'm wearing my mask to protect you you're supposed to wear one to protect me but the n95 does
1: protect you as well doesn't it the old n95 n95
0: yes it's sort of but then they've got a window like they're only meant to be used for like eight hours before the
2: you have to um, change the filter
0: yeah
2: yeah we've got a pack of filters i didn't know that they helped you as well so then maybe i should just keep it on
0: yeah i think the ones that are just wrapped only protect others from you, really. Right. But the N95 right. protects you because it filters the air going into you rather than just what you're giving out.
2: Right. You've still
1: got to like, wash your hands and stuff, you? apparently. Yeah, that's I, that's I didn't I do that. Brush
2: I, brush came, I, came, I came back and shoved <laughs> my hands right on my ass. Yeah, and then I made do. a sandwich.
1: <laughs> just piss on them and then <laughs> and had a jacuzzi.
0: <laughs> I remember one time we had the, the, the jacuzzi up, um, it was a couple of years ago. And there was a water, or a, I don't think I can't remember. It's an electrical cut, or a water. Oh, there was a big burst water main just down the road, and we'd had no running water for two days. Um, and so we, and it was it was right at the peak of summer, and the hot tub was up, and obviously that's got a filter on it and chlorine. So on day two, when we were all just so sweaty, it was me, Hannah, and Benny Boots when he was in town. <laughs> we just all went and just got in the hot tub and had like this group bath that was disgusting. <laughs>
1: Oh, well you proper washed and stuff. But we didn't use oh, soap, but we just sort of chlorine. in
2: each other's sweat. Oh it's
0: rough. <laughs> and then it definitely got it emptied out and then we refilled it soon after. So
2: you just, can use it as a birthing pool as well, I think.
0: Well, although the chlorine I reckon would be an issue, wouldn't it?
2: Yeah, you could probably just my youngest it with was uh, plain born in a water.
0: birthing pool. Really?
1: Yeah, you can hire that. We hired it in.
0: Yeah, they're really cheap to hire from the NHS. It's like um, it's something mad, like thirty pounds for a, a month. Oh, really? Yeah. It, I remember, like, because we looked into having a home birth, but then there's some issues with having a home birth at the minute because yeah. of everything. But we, uh, yeah, I thought oh, it's going to be well expensive to get the tub and everything, and then it, I couldn't believe how cheap it was. They've made it really. And the fool. midwife
1: comes to your house and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Which order in? A, Do you order yeah, you in? just get them in. So the delivery. She comes and delivers by a
0: lovely middle-aged Jamaican lady to come to your house. Um, but yeah, we can't, we, were, we were dead set on having a home Uber birth. kids. But it would be um, Uber kids. Yuck.
2: That sounds gross. <laughs> that does, that does sounds so gross. like a Jeffrey Epstein yeah. delivery <laughs> service. No, that would be puber.
0: Puber. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh God.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm definitely gonna watch that Epstein documentary. I might give it a go
2: actually tonight. Might watch it tonight.
1: I we might watch know. it tonight. Because I'm,
2: gonna... I'm re-watching. I watched Ozark like it was my job. Yeah. For about two weeks. Any good, good is it? it?
1: looks pretty good.
2: It's really great. It's okay. really great. Do you like Breaking Bad? Yes. Yes. Okay, so if you like that, I think you'll like Ozark. Ozark's a I suppose Breaking Bad had its comedic moments as well. So it's it, it's kind of got a dark darkly comic streak running through it but it's quite um it's interesting because it's you know you get into this a bit like Breaking Bad you get into this thing of who's good and who's bad yeah. and where the power lies and the balance of power and who is you know you've got like Laura Linney's character excellent and it there's really there's there's women in it who are fucking evil and hardcore and you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's not it's a very that you know the premise of it is, and I won't ruin anything because this is the you, you'll know the premise. But it's about a family who moved to the Ozarks and they're involved with like um, uh, a, a cartel, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's about family. It's about you know the ties that you build outside of that. It's about the destruction of the American dream and the middle class and what happened. Yeah. Um. And so there's there's a lot there's a lot going on it, but I think it's really it's worth it and I'm, j- yeah. I'm a bit gutted now because I got to the end of series three I hadn't watched any and then I got to, to, like the end of series three and I was like oh fuck now it's probably going to be at least a year maybe a yeah. year and a half We've, before we had
0: that with Handmaid's Tale we just we, we I'd never seen it and then we finally got around to watching it during lockdown and when we finished the third season I saw I saw on IMDB there's four seasons and I was like yes and I looked and I was like season four hasn't been finished and released yet so now I'm just really annoyed
2: yeah the end of three is a big old cliffhanger as well it's like a oh game change but it is it is worth it definitely we like we got it we couldn't wait it's one of those where we we couldn't wait to sit down and watch it so you know we were like oh yes let's get it we've got dinner out let's get it on and
0: yeah um but it was um, like my job
2: have you seen seen chernobyl no i haven't Uh, i've never heard it pronounced chernobyl
0: I don't know if it's Chernobyl. 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 I mean, it's probably in a Russian accent. It might be. Is that like
2: boys or Boise? Chernobyl.
0: Chernobyl. Um, It was good though, wasn't it? (laughs) I fucking wicked. It's so. It's it's pretty hard going. Too bleak though.
2: My only thing is, is that, and that's why I checked out the Handmaid's Tale because I watched all of series one, then some of series two, and I was like, this is I can't. It's. Because it's so close to what's happening.
0: Oh, well, yeah. I mean, Handmaid's
2: Tale. I think
0: Handmaid's Tale is the hardest watch for a drama series I've watched in memory. Like, it's properly.
1: What is it about?
0: It's about a sort of not too distant dystopian future where there's a war in America and it's sort of fundamental Christians end up taking over and having a sort of separatist state. And, it, and it's in the future when there's uh, birth rates have just t- totally bottomed out, and they, they come up with an idea where they basically imprison any uh, fertile woman. And they're yes. like, fertile women yes. are so
2: few and far between it's basically slavery of, of fertile women who have first yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is the premise then, isn't it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's just about how great I'm that's I'm talking about here, my
2: life. I'm yeah. talking about, uh, yeah, but it's, it's, but also it's kind of, it's the doctrine, it's the repeat of phraseology and stuff. Yeah. And it kind of is very timely because it was written in the 80s, Margaret Atwood. And, um, but it's very Trumpian, a lot of the yeah, stuff it in it that is like, that... Re- under his eye, repeating yeah, the yeah, fake yeah, news, yeah, make yeah. America great again. It's all, it's all about a rhetoric and an ideology of keeping... Yeah. It's, worth, it's worth it. Even yeah. though it's
0: bleak as fuck, it's worth it because it's so well made. It's beautifully filmed. It looks incredible. It's incredible,
2: yeah. And it's just,
0: yeah, I, I, yeah we, we, we loved it, but it was hard going. And um, yeah, some of the episodes just leave you so sort of worn out that you're like, I don't know why I'm putting myself through this, but then you, it's worth it for the journey.
2: And I also I do think for guys... <laughs> I don't like it's quite important for men to see it just to get an idea of like, because none of it is stuff. Of, that a,
0: of, <laughs> of, a, of a utopian society. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. How good but it can be. But, but, but also how it can be, how there's nothing in it that is like too, uh, fa- like I was going to say like a fantasy. It's not a fantasy. It's very much, The stuff that happens in the show has happened to people,
0: and also, yeah, it's and everything. There's female genital
2: genital mutilation that exists in the world, and also they
0: all justify it with things that you hear other things being justified by currently, and uh, it's very clever how Mm. it uses. Is it a
1: comedy? It's like canned yeah. studio laughter and stuff. Yeah, it's it's okay. kind of
2: like always sunny, but with capes.
1: Yes. Okay.
2: Yeah, everyone's um, wearing red capes.
0: I'd read Chernobyl, Chernobyl. It sounds
1: quite bleak to watch. <laughs> that's really. But <laughs> Chernobyl
0: was quite bleak. And also, my only. Chernobyl
1: thing, was great, I thought, though. It's
0: really good. But it's also part of you feels like, you know, obviously it's a Russian story being told by Americans and English people. So there's going to be a certain amount of like, this is what we think Russians are like. And obviously there's yeah, yeah. things that have come out that it's based on. I reckon there's got to be a little bit of, not that I'm saying, it's obviously Russia hit a lot of shit and they fucked it up so badly. But you yeah, sometimes you sort of don't know how overtly Russian they're making it or not. You know what I mean? Right. You just don't really. Have
2: you seen the Americans speaking of Russian? The what? It's, what, a what? Series, it's called The Americans. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Paul and I watched it a couple of years ago, and it's um oh uh, Matthew Reese and uh, what's the name of the actress? Uh, Kerry. It was the actress that played Felicity in the TV series Felicity in America that was sort of big in the nineties. Um, Kerry something. Anyway, it's a it's it's a couple who are two Russians. Sp- it's set in the eighties. Oh, I've heard so of this. And, and yeah, I haven't seen it. What's great, and it's set for when you're writing anything. I'm in the midst of trying to write a thing, it while this is going on, and it's like a kind of period piece, not, you know, menstruation. Oh, fucking you! <laughs> <lot> <laughs> always banging on about it. Huh? But it's <laughs> it's set in 1918, right? Um, and Gingling this was. Before, it, <laughs> <laughs> no, <he> just crushed. <laughs> there's um there's something quite freeing and joyous about telling a story before the advent of all of this technology and i suppose that's what the thing with the thing about um handmaid's tale as well because it is a dystopia that people don't have access to information and mobile phones and they take it all away and that even Um, that
0: is a good decision like that thing of they because you can they can all remember it and they just can't it's like yeah it's not even the fact that it hasn't been invented that, no, it just it available. just gives you
2: more kind of like sort of i guess latitude in terms of storytelling yeah. so the thing about yeah the americans so it's two russian spies but they're living as this all american apple pie family right um I can't remember if they live in Washington, but then an FBI agent moves in opposite them and becomes their best friend. Oh yeah. So it's, but he's searching Russian assets. So it's all about whether or not. So it's this sort of cat and mouse game because both of them are spies and also they are, but they truly believe in their country and they, it's also nice for seeing the other side of these are people doing what they believe the right thing to be is for the maintenance of their country, their people, their way of life. Versus what the American way is, and yeah, the, but yeah, then yeah. also having to assimilate into that. It's a really, really good show, and I think there's like maybe five seasons of it.
0: Okay, um, The Americans. I'll have a look at that.
2: The Americans. Yeah, I've just started,
0: we're just we're just working through The Wire. I've never seen The Wire until now.
2: I haven't seen The Wire. It's
0: really good. We've just I've just got onto second season. This everyone, it's what I feel like I did it before with Peep Show. I'd never seen Peep Show until two years ago, and I started watching it, and I'm suddenly saying to my mates like. Have you seen the show? And they're like, yeah, I saw it 13 years ago, mate. And I'm like, oh.
2: <laughs> i tell you, if you've never watched, and I, I have done, I've done, I'm probably due a rewatch. The last time I rewatched was maybe five years ago, four years ago. But if you've never seen the West Wing. I've
1: never seen the West Wing. I've never seen West Wing. I've seen The Wire. I thought it was great.
2: West Wing's really great. And especially if you have an interest in, it, I think most things that I understand about Ameri- American politics have come from watching The West Wing. Right. But the drama and the characters and everything about it is very engaging in and of itself. It's just yeah, a really, yeah, yeah. Aaron Sorkin's one of those writers where the characters are sharp and funny and one linery, yeah, 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 yeah. but you really, you sort of engage with the story. And I think The West Wing, there's Martin Sheen in it, yes. for, you know, and then Jimmy Smith's uh towards the end but it's a really like the machinations of and what the secretary of state does and what the chief press officer does and how how spin it like kind of like if you like the thick of it or veep or anything it's like but it's less comedic it's more kind of like how the machine works and i think actually i learned a lot
1: yeah i don't
2: often want to go into things going well i'm going to learn a lot about something i want to be entertained you know but I i watch that who was about the
1: structure of the politics and stuff
0: and yeah yeah, yeah. and we were. T- i was talking to a friend about that about it wasn't even it wasn't about the coming to it was like there was another one about a month ago there was, oh, no, was six weeks ago or something there was some other little moment where they were like you know there was a bit of a controversy i can't remember what it was and we were talking about how, you know, everyone's uh, – not everyone, but like my, I, I know friends who are conspiracy theorists and, like, properly, like, you know, it's, it's fucking Illuminati. But actually, <laughs> um, a lot of them think behind closed doors, politicians are all, like, evil, sort of like, yes, we are manipulating everybody. And actually, you know, anyone who knows anyone in politics or if you watch The Thick of It, if you watch the that, most of most of politics is uh, blind panic, and self-preservation, you know what I mean? Like even at the minute, all this. Do you think, like, sort of with the coming stuff? Do you think Michael Gove and all them before interviews are sitting there going, "I can't wait to go out and lie"? And, <laughs> literally, they're all before the interview sitting back there going, "I don't want to go on, mate. I don't want to go on." And then they've got oh, a
2: crowd, crowd. stage of jongleurs. I don't <laughs> want to
0: go on. I don't want to do this garden every, gig with all these hecklers. Take turns. Absolutely. Every press conference at the minute. Is, uh, like, is like it's like i reckon they feel how we would feel at jonglers portsmouth a uh, christmas gig waiting to go on that feeling of i'm gonna get booed off
2: yeah yeah doesn't matter i can prep and i've definitely got these three really good bits yeah, yeah. but if they jump in before i get to the punchline yeah.
0: Sitting there thinking, i wish i fucking did musical comedy man
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i, I was think a
0: character act
2: I think, yeah, floundering. A lot of it is floundering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But interestingly, in the West Wing, what was nice was how excited like the team who go into work for Jed Bartlett, who's running, who's the Martin Sheen character when he's running, how excited they are to serve their country and be part of what they yeah. truly believe the ideology of America is and freedom is and all of those things, that there are still people who kind of the idea of that Nerds. <laughs> yeah but the idea that there are people who go in with this kind of fresh i guess i'm just going to say virgin energy but yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah. so gross then, but then they have it <laughs> big
1: dick energy <laughs> but then they e. e. gradually Destroyed.
0: ground yeah. out of them as they realize the real runnings of government
2: it's like lawyers it's like a lot of lawyers begin oh. with this idealized version of how they're going to change the world Definitely. then get in and realize that it's, <laughs> it's fucking just impossible
1: co- it's just co- <laughs> end up
0: trying to get wayne rooney off a parking ticket <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting <laughs> That's all. That's the that's the circle of life, innit it? Start yeah. out an idealist, then you end up just going, "Ah, oh, it's all bollocks." It's like getting
1: that. into comedy, isn't it? And you're sitting on the fucking M1 for five hours. yeah Exactly, you into Year's comedy, Eve.
0: and you're sitting there like, "Fuck, man, I'm just going to make people laugh and bring joy into people's lives, and I'm just going to say what I want to say." Next thing, you're on stage at Portsmouth Jongles. crowd control a fucking stag night. anyone drinking? I want a cunt in the front row. <laughs> oh god
2: <laughs>
0: right I've seen the time we should probably just wrap up proceedings it's been fun it's been it's it flown been by it's what's it called
1: fun. what's it called Ozark
0: Ozark Ozark yeah. yes. I'm
1: gonna
0: watch um, that it's um yeah I've right I heard a lot of people especially during lockdown I've seen a lot of people tweeting about it and I feel like I should give it a whirl
2: yeah a Ozark the Americans
0: yeah West Wing and, American, and, West, Wing, and West, West, Wing West Wing is on my list now that is You've reminded me that. I, I've, the Wire is great, though, two, isn't it? I've never watched that. I feel like I've missed out on. So
2: I'm the Wire, give. I've got to see. Oh, The Wire, I've got to watch, because I've never in, watched that. Great, or the, yeah. I've watched Breaking Bad about four times, so I feel like I... And then embarrassingly, I, <laughs> the end of last year, this is really funny, uh, I did this um, pilot for like Channel 4, this little like non-air pilot thing, yeah, yeah. acting thing, and the director of it was a guy called Matt Jones um and i was talking about re-watching it um and i can't remember what i was talking i mean luckily i was being like really really nice and they were like oh yeah but what about um what about that guy badger what a cunt he is like that you know the drug dealer got like <laughs> with this whole thing and then i realized that he was in it and he was badger oh, so, yeah. some, so someone in the someone in the crew had gone apart from that guy apart from that badger cunt like, imagine if I'd have uh, gone, oh, yeah, I hate that guy. Yeah, yeah that's yeah.
0: the one thing I'm
1: trying But <laughs> like. Oh, no. Oh,
2: like, but, it was, but it wasn't. I was being totally complimentary. And then I looked up and I realised the guy had been directing me <laughs> for that entire day. Badger thank, from- thank
1: the Lord.
0: At like, that <laughs> moment, yeah. When you just... Oh. I'm still i still thinking love- about, um, Julian, your one, wasn't it, When Somebody asked Did you, you do to do a gig, gig and you said no, and then they uh, you said I can't do that date, and they went, I've not given you the date yet. And you were, yeah, like, oh, yeah,
1: God. yeah, <laughs> that is true. Just- <laughs> oh man, I can't that night, I'm gigging, I haven't told you the night yet.
0: <laughs> that makes me feel sick every time I think about it. Just then moments where you just say something to the oh. Totally
2: <laughs> Oh, god oh, oh well, yeah. i should get you if you've stopped recording i should get you on to come and do old rope
0: i haven't i haven't stopped recording but i will well it doesn't
2: matter i day. mean that story can stay and i didn't say anything bad i was
0: but, um but um, yeah, yeah but, really, let's plug old rope so old rope you're doing it on mondays on instagram mondays live.
2: on instagram live uh yes every monday so i need to get you on julian i had yeah, Carl definitely. on it's and it's kind yeah, of, fun because it's, almost, it's, it's fun. sort of like
0: this it's like a chat yeah. isn't it
2: it's more like a chat um because I think it's I think we all have to adapt to a new way of doing things I think doing a gag where you push it out and wait for someone to like you know we're not in the same space anymore but I suppose the nice part about it is I stay on and we we chat and if you want to try new stuff or throw stuff in or whatever it within the chat you know I'm there responding to it so you are actually having a person can people do it like
1: walking down the street and stuff or, or is it, if they
2: want to yeah as yeah. long as the as long as the reception's good
1: yeah yeah
2: as long as you've got the old guaranteed wi-fi because it's on because it's on instagram live um but yeah so that's every monday night and i think it's going to be going to universal on their youtube channel it'll oh, cool. be fun that'll get a few eyes on it right yeah
1: yeah that sounds good cool
2: so um, All right. yes well thanks um, for coming on no worries nice
1: guitars um, by the way is that a les paul
2: uh there's a gibson
1: oh that's a gibson Epiphone. gibson
2: and then there's a um a fender there oh, nice. ah and then that's my baby Taylor. i think that's my a Fender
1: little... les paul isn't it
0: the one on the right is a telecaster
2: oh that's it yeah i'm just going to
0: keep
1: saying so. les paul until i get <laughs> one right
0: can you, can you can you show us around the whole house until
1: julian <laughs> finds can, one can you take the computer to a guitar shop <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, that's um, and that's a um, my baby Taylor. Oh, oh nice. that's Which some good guitars. My man. little acoustic
0: um, guy
2: that I need to practice on. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. Uh, have you finished recording? Oh, no, you're still I know you still recording. haven't stopped. I never <laughs> stopped
0: until <laughs> it's like my stand up, it just keeps going until it actually loses all purpose. Uh, right. Thanks for coming yeah. on, and um, we'll speak to everyone next. Time. <laughs>